right, what's happening, everybody? It's the Grown Man Ish Podcast with with Mike J, and I got my brother alongside me. Bowtie Fresh is in the building. What's happening, the business? Man, another damn day, man. Another week ending, man. I am so damn happy for Friday, bro. It's been a long week. Been a lot of mail this week. I will get into it later. (laughs) I will get into it later when we get to extra mail, man. But been chilling, brother, man. What's been going on with you? Not a whole lot, man. Just nav- navigating through this week. It is a uh, busy time at the at the uh, corporate spot. Man. Uh, so just kind of navigating. Happy to have a, a day where things have kind of died down a little bit and kind of just kick back and kind of coast into the weekend, man. That's about it, man. Kind of excited. Uh, here in Indianapolis, they have uh, this uh, large uh, STEM event for uh, students and, and, and young people um, at the Bankers Life Fieldhouse, the home of the Pacers. Um, so um, all day tomorrow, your boy's going to be downtown uh, with my two little guys and, you know, letting them get their STEM on. My, my oldest is very much into uh, science and engineering and math and that sort of deal. So I mean, he's been hyped for like the last month because he's known about it. We, we, I got tickets very early because I knew it was going to get sold out. But uh, my, my guy, my little dude is like super hype about it. So I think it'll be a good time. And I actually got uh, being, being a part of it or buying the tickets. Um, you get to attend the Pacer game later that night. So, um, you yeah, know, the, the Bowtie French household is not a big Pacer. Uh, we're not Pacer fans, but, you know, we're definitely going to go out and, and enjoy and, you know, have a good time. And it'll be my boys' uh, first time to an NBA game. They've been to a football game. They've been to baseball games uh, they've, and their soccer games. Uh, they've never been to an NBA game. So uh, they're kind of excited about that, too. So it, it should be a cool day. It'll be tired as hell. But it should be a cool day, man. Yeah, it'd be cool, man. Uh, my lady, she did. She, you know, she worked that event last year. Yeah. Uh, because you know she's in the she's in the tech and all that type yes, of sir. stuff. And then they had like the they had the the game was afterwards. But yeah, they have like all these like different little things set up. But you know, speaking on that, man, shout out to my lady. She got nominated for a Mirror Award, which is like the yeah. biggest thing of tech in the state of Indiana. So shout out to her. So I'm definitely super proud of her. So big shout out, big ups, man. Yeah, man. So, hey, man. So, uh, oh, man. Yo, you know, so, uh, you know, Cass, since the last time we recorded, a lot of stuff happened. We recorded and all this stuff jumped off. We'll talk about Bob Craft later. But, yo, what do you think, man? Kales is bailed out, man. They said the Lady Bell, <laughs> Lady Bell Kales out. So, let me ask you. Yeah, man. Then we can get I, saw, I, I saw that. I, I was going to, I was thinking, like, you know, okay, he's actually got some, some, some formal charges filed against yeah. him now. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see how how this all plays out. I, I've heard that the lady about him out, and I've heard just different various stories about her. Uh, she's a allegedly a daycare owner, and then she was a restaurant owner, but then she owns like three or four businesses, from what I hear. Like later on, I don't know the specifics or the you know what's true and what's not, but I'm like, man, how did he connect up with her? Or was she just somebody random that's just a you know a fan from from the uh, from the early days? You know. The, the, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe she was the Jeep that oh, <laughs> reminded her. Yeah, she's forty-seven. <laughs> she's forty-seven, so maybe she's known him for a long time. But hey, I guess she wrote, her thing was saying he's not a monster; he's a gentleman. And people are like they're like going that. I've seen screenshots of her businesses talking about we're taking our kids out of her daycare. We won't go to her restaurants and all those type of things. And I don't know. I mean, it seems like you know my child isn't in daycare anymore, but it doesn't seem like daycare is the easiest thing to find. If your kid ain't getting right. treated. I mean, I mean, if it's unless it's an easier thing to find somewhere like Chicago, I couldn't imagine taking the kid out. I might have a little questions, but if my kid has, I've had any issues, I don't think I would take my kid out. What about you? 
No, nah, like I said, I, I don't. I, I can't say that that I would just immediately pull my child out just because of you know their friendship or whatever is going on. And I asked that question too, like in a couple of different circles. I was like, you know, so so is are people thinking that she's kind of a, a damn funnel for R. Kelly? Yeah. Like, ah, right, here you go. You know, this is this is it. Like, but there's been no reports. Everything's on the up and up. You haven't heard anything from you know any staff or you know any parents or anything like that or patrons. I don't know. I've heard more people talking about the restaurant and how trash the food is yeah. and how trash the service is. Again, I, this is just what you read and hear. I, I've never been to any of these establishments, but I definitely think it's interesting that, that with the whole uh, mute movement or, you know, cancel movement or whatever and how people, you know, take take this to certain degrees, you know, or to certain levels or whatnot. It, it, it's interesting, man, because you see that you see it happen like across the board, but then, you know, people pick and choose what they, what they mute or what they, you know, don't say, or, you know, who they cancel and all that type of stuff. And it, it's just interesting because like, which, uh, maybe it's just one of those things in which social plight means enough to you, you know, and that's, that's what you're going to follow. Or even, or even on your level, because you can go back and we can, we can transition after this. It's like, you get some people, they take a, you know, all the stuff is wrong, right? You get some people, oh, like, yeah. I can't listen to R. Kelly, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. You know, whatever. You get some people, well, I can't, but then I, I love James Brown. I listen to James Brown and James was, you know, allegedly hands on. So it's, and on this isn't to throw anybody on the bus. It's just like you said, it's that their, their plight and you know, how I guess the moral compass of what they do. So, you know, it, it's, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing about how people think and how far, and how far they will go. And they like, cause it's easy. And it's also, let's just be honest. It's easy to cancel something like if the restaurant was trashed and eh, me not going to her restaurant is not me canceling her. It's just yeah. like, oh, the issue well, before is trash because I'm not going to go. I was gonna say, who who who's canceling Chick Fil A? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean, how many of y'all are canceling Chick Fil A? No, y'all getting y'all getting them uh, breakfast little bits, them chicken biscuits, just like the rest of yeah. us. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like you pick and choose. Cause it, to me, the true counsel is when something that you really love. Exactly. Like, oh man, I have to get I have to give this up. Like for example, yeah. and we and this and all this is the last thing. Like I didn't play fantasy football this year, and I made sure that both sides yeah. couldn't get the player that he wanted. That's just out of being spiteful. There was, there was a level of hate. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just, tried, I just tried, man. many trades with this damn man. This nigga was just out here being spiteful. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but um, but it didn't really mean that much to me because you know Vance was cool, but it's not like a, oh man, this really affects me. Now I may play this year, or whatever. I just you know, I just didn't, but I still watch football. It's just you know, you know, it's just everybody has it, and and I think everybody's a hypocrite in some form or fashion. So. It's just interesting yeah. to see how people get on their how people get on their on their high horse and you know figure what they're going to cancel and you know like so right. you know like people really care about their opinions in that that one singular sense. But, right, right, right. Before we before we transition to the orange one, bro, I want I want to say two things. You know, I, I want to give a, a we talk about a lot of different stuff on here, and I every once in a while we we really get into some black excellence. I want to give out a shout out to to black excellence, Tony Harris. She's the young female. Uh, african-american football player yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that yeah. broke that broke barriers she's got a full ride scholarship to play football man so i definitely want to give a shout out to her for overcoming all the adversity and things that she had to ha- had to endure and probably still has to endure not only being black but a female in that sport so definitely big shout out to her big ups to her and her family for holding her down and that accomplishment um and then i haven't said this in a while um, but I want to make sure that that I continue to say it. You know, fuck cancer. Um, I want to make sure that that is heavily known. Uh, piss on you, cancer. Um, and I want to give a shout out to my stepmom, 
who is continuing to fight and kicking cancer's ass right now. So much love. We love you. Um, um, and, and definitely just a big shout out to her for, for, for continuing to fight and, and kicking cancer's ass, man. Um, for real. And, and the other individuals in the, in the grown man, this family, uh, that are that are going through cancerous issues as well. Fuck cancer, and we holding everybody up. No doubt, I tweeted. Uh, we tweeted that the other day. Fuck cancer. And this this is crazy. You can tell how bro ties my brother. He was. I thought when he said the black accent, I was like, man. As soon as he finished his, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a uh, sister up there who got the who got the scholarship to the. You know, and he said he beat me to the punch. So uh, shout out yeah. to her, man. So she's gonna be playing DB. So it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be interesting to see how you know what what occurs. I'm saying she can't do it. You know, she got a scholarship, but it will be interesting mm-hmm. to see if some of the men try to go out the way to go above and beyond to go super physical or do dirty or something like that. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, hey, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to her really, really putting it on some boards. Yeah. Cause I know that, I know dudes is going to try to go at her. Yeah. But from I'm, what, from I'm, what I've seen, from a little bit of highlights that I've seen and from what I've heard, she ain't, she ain't no chump. So I'm yeah. waiting to see her put it on some boards for real. Yeah. It's going to be mad interesting, man. But going from somebody of excellence to going to somebody, we've, we've had a change to move, man. We got to talk about the orange one, bro. Oh, so the arms of hey man, so his so his attorney Cohen had the, the three day testimony, man. He had some interesting things to say. One of the most interesting things, you know, the, the side of the stuff of him being a racist, we already knew that, right? You know, the mm-hmm. fact of him, you know, allegedly pumping up his uh businesses and, and downgrading them for tax reasons and but pumping them up for insurance reasons, I ain't surprised. But yo, they said <laughs> my man my man Cohen said he doesn't use a bath towel, he just shakes himself with dry like a dog. number one like how do you know that like were you like did he tell you to come in the bathroom and and, like talk to him about legal issues when he got out the shower if if so that makes me want to vomit (laughs) he probably probably did man or or probably hopped up out the daggone pool and pulled something like that Hey man, yo, yo, oh, Trumpy wearing a European speedo. Yeah, yeah, he's probably getting it too, boy. He probably, you know, he's he's an interesting dude, man. So we'll we'll see what's going on, I, you know, with, with him. It's uh, you know, that whole North Korea thing is not. I don't think it's going the way he thought it was going to. Be. He said he like, you know, he walked away from. But if you ever look, at, you ever look at his press conferences when he wants to get on his shit. You ever notice he like turns his head to the right, like he's looking, like, like, like he kind of looks, kind of looks up, like puts his nose and chin yeah. up in the air, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Another another funny, I guess you could say a funny thing or ill thing that I noticed with the whole uh, with with him meeting with uh, Kim Jong or whatnot. Did you see all the the footage and, and and video and pictures of Kim Jong's sister just lurking like in random? No, places? I didn't. I didn't Have see that, seen? man. No, I didn't <laughs> see that joint. Man, there's like all kinds of pictures and videos of her. Like people are like, "Who is that?" Like, there's one picture of her like the two of them are standing together, and like she's peeking around the corner, like around the wall, like she's lurking. <laughs> then there's another one where it's like she's standing perfectly still, but like there's some like tree branches and bushes kind of like in her body, like she's almost, almost like trying to channel like a cheetah or something, <laughs> or like a lion on the Serengeti, like she's standing real still, but you can still see her. And there's like another video like of them, like they're they're reportedly in this room. But then outside of the building, like outside the window of the room they were in, like you see her like sitting on like a park bench. So like I just thought it was weird. I'm like, is she like his his like personal henchman? Like, you know, does she have like the little the little arrow darts from like the, you know, the kung fu movies? <laughs> if something jump off, she gonna be like shoot something yeah. out? I don't know, man, but I thought it was pretty interesting and like she was always they captured her in in very in various footage, but like she was just like always around, but like in the most random abstract of places, bruh. Yeah, so he's he's a wild boy. 
So also, you know, Trump must have been watching the Oscars because Spike Lee, you know, he just said, hey, choose love over hate. And I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. So here comes yeah. our orange one. Be nice if Spike Lee could read his notes or, bet, or better have not yet not have these notes at all when doing his racist hit on your president. Yeah, that's some wild Your shit. president. Yeah. Who has done more for African-American, you know, in parentheses, criminal justice reform, lowest unemployment numbers in history, tax cuts, et cetera, than, than almost any other press. Wow. So your president, you know, it's just like, yo, it's just your like, president. Not my president. Yeah, your president. You know, <laughs> like, I'm, you know, he's, he's a wild boy. No, Trump, he didn't even mention Trump by name. So this is what y'all, y'all paying, y'all paying your tax dollars is, is for, for him to sit and tweet about, not somebody like mentioned his name. Like, was he, did he thought, did he think Spike was sneak dissing? You know, most times people just say, <laughs> say his name. Now, he, he's a wild dude, man. So it's going to be interesting if about the 2020 20, if he tries to run again or he tries to pull the platform. I've done so much that I feel like I can't do anymore and goes out to the sunset. So I'm interested you know, to see what he's going to do. You know, Mike J., we, we talked a couple of episodes ago about, uh, about Mr. Trump and, you know, his executive time. Maybe that's what he does in his executive time. Maybe he's just like a Twitter, a Twitter troll. Oh, I already know his, uh, I'm sure he got some, uh, we got the KD Twitter on lock. Can you imagine Trump with <laughs> unhinged? Yo, it's probably so many racial, you know, in all type of stuff, sexist. He probably going, he probably being Hillary Clinton mentioned every day. <laughs> you're such a stupid, you know, you're so stupid and weak, denied the energy. You lost to the real man. Sign DTJE. Are <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey man, he's a, yeah, I, I truly believe he got the burn. His burner Twitter is probably sick. It's sick because you imagine how many times they probably got to like take his phone away when he's great tweet something real racist. You know, he just usually says it and not even code anymore. But just imagine what they got to do, like, yo, take his take his phone away. So yeah, he, he's sick, man. But uh, hey, speaking of sick, and we're going to the extra mail, man. This is something I haven't even told you. So you know, I'm at my place of employment. You know, working in leadership, dealing with an underling, and they were and somebody asked like, "Hey, Mike, do you like eggs?" I said, "Yeah, I like eggs." She was like, "Have you ever had Miracle Whip with your eggs?" I said, "Ew, yo, Miracle Whip with the <laughs> egg, bro. that's disgusting." I was like, "No, nah, right?" And I was like, "No," nah. and then she was, and then the other one was like, "I love my may- mayonnaise more than like other people, but I just can't do Miracle Whip with the eggs, man. If I would have had my phone, I could have had that. Could have been a drop for the show, bro." Miracle Whip with the and loving mayonnaise. And I'm not one of those people that says, like, you know, I like potato salad and stuff like that. I'm not going to say I don't. I like a deviled egg, but I ain't going out my way to eat the mayo. But damn, man, can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah, that's like on some sociopath, psycho. You like, you could be hiding in plain. You could be on that movie, Hiding in Plain Sight. Have you seen that on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. So so were they referring to it like, like Miracle Whip with scrambled eggs? Or like you know, like a sunny side up with a little mayo drizzle. Like I don't, I dog. I after I heard that, I stopped the conversation. I went, I went back to looking at, I went back to looking at my phone. Executive time. I might, I might. Executive time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, man. So I, I, I thought that was funny. So I had like that's my mayo story. But speaking of the mayo, man. So you know, the governor of Virginia. You know, his wife this time had the mayo, and it could be the twizzler, but you know, white folks acted up during Black History Month. So, you know, the governor of Virginia had his whole black face thing. And his wife, when they asked him about him, he said he was Michael Jackson. They asked him to moonwalk. He was getting ready to do it. And his wife was like, nah, this ain't the place. So I think <laughs> the governor, and she hands out cotton to little black kids and say, imagine being a slave. 
<laughs> like, no, your, your man, the only reason he won in Virginia was because of the black vote. Then you get called out with blackface. Then you said you ain't leaving. And then he's like, yo, the storm kind of dies down. And your wife's like, yo, let me kick this Imagine, Imagine being a slave. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, I laugh. No, like, it's just, I'm, not, cotton, I'm not trying to laugh cotton, at bro. the end. Imagine getting the imagine, imagine your son's like, here, here, little Negro boy. Take the cotton. <laughs> Coon bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, like, I guess for me, it's just kind of like, to what degree, like, it would extent, you know what I mean? Like, what would make you just even be like, you know what? This is the vibe. I'm gonna give yeah. out hot dog to black kid. Like, yeah. Especially someone that's in a public eye like that. You know what I mean? Like, and where you get the cotton? I, that's what I want. Yeah, to where? where <laughs> like, are you going wool? Are you are you going to uh, get the cotton gin out and make a sweater? I mean, hey, what are you going to do? Like, this like was it was it like the little cotton nail cotton balls? Like, was she just trying uh, to be funny? I don't or know. Like, what? To, me, to me, it sounds like if you bring somebody in the governor's mask, and that's some pure, that's that pure pred cotton that's been picked freshly from the <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's the, that's something she probably had Jason Whitlock go pick. You know, oh, he like he likes damn. to be cotton with folks. Fuck ass nigga. And that's damn. Mike J saying. That ain't bow tie. That's Mike J saying. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So it's uh it's it's crazy, man. So I saw that, I said, damn. It kind of makes you wonder, like, do, do y'all have like a little cotton like area, like just just in the backyard for old time's sake? Like, yeah, like what's like, going on? Like, here? yo, like we stopped this when Douglas Wilder, who was the first black governor ever in the United States, was the governor. But once we once we brought it back, yo, we we bring back the full field and trying behind the governor's mansion. <laughs> how Virginia rolls, so got it. Wow, man. <laughs> so that's a lot of aioli, man. So, bruh. Did you? And there's been a lot of other stuff for the Twizzler. We can get into it. It's a couple things I saw that I, I want to bring up to you that I didn't put down. So the first thing is uh, Mary Ann Lasanti. And, Maryland, and, and Mary, Mary is a Maryland state Democrat. And she yeah, called yeah. Prince's George County a nigger district. It's just so flagrant, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Here you go. Here you go, little black kid. Take this kind. Uh, yeah, you know, we're over here in this nigger district. Like, it's just so flagrant in the in the manner in which they go about it, man. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not funny, but just like the, the flagrant foulness of it is funny. Like, my goodness. It's just like white. It's just like some of these white folks. You know how they said, "Don't can't you have like fluid on the brain and that can kill you?" Yeah, that's like they got mayo on the brain. Like it's like the sandwich spread has gotten to their spinal cord <laughs> and their column is just like creeping up their brain cells. It's like you got to take a syringe and like drain that mayo off their brain because all the stuff they say, I have I'm like yo, who says the nigga district? You didn't say that's the what I'm saying. They said they were at a cigar bar, and I like cigars. As you notice on a merchant, you yeah, yeah. a cigar. But damn it, I, you know, I ain't going to be up there with somebody out work with like, hey, you know, you're going to east side of Indianapolis. That's a nigger district, <laughs> you know. Right, right. about my thing. <laughs> oh, man. So let me ask you this, man. Yeah, I'm not going to purchase that. That's a nigger car. I'm not mm-hmm. purchasing that one. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. what is it? A Delta 88? Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, what is it? <laughs> Is it is is it a Crown Vic or is or is it or is it Oldsville nine eight? <laughs> right, right. I don't like that type of drink. That's a nigger drink, <laughs> you know. Like, man, the nigger district. And they, I'm sure it's, it's got to be a nigger. 
Yeah. I mean, like, what? yeah, look at him. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know that bad boy. She probably had that nice cigar in her mouth. It probably was a nice cigar too. Probably had a little bit of that brown liquor. She probably sit there, took a puff, couple drags on that nice thug, and said, "I'm not going to Prince of George County." That's a nigger district. <laughs> and, I bet, and, I bet you, and I bet you her pores and like euphoria went down to her fingertips, her lips, like one of them Jill Scott songs. Hey, man. So when she said it like <laughs> she said it like that, where the people that were around her, did they, did they shiver like the hyenas on Lion King? When they, <laughs> like when you hear nigger yeah. district. Ooh. <laughs> Toasty. That's like, damn, you getting, I'm like, damn, bitch, you're getting spicy. <laughs> Why well, I gave it a nigger district? I'm like, man. Hey, man oh, man. The hyenas said, say it again yeah <laughs> <Nigga destroyed>. <laughs> <laughs> and then she probably and she probably got on probably after her first because you know if you take a cigar man and have a couple of drinks you your head you you like you buzzing so after probably that second cigar and about four drink probably like i said nigger district yes <laughs> <laughs> hey you know she probably got it in man but yeah so she's gonna sit on the twizzler she can go ahead and sit on that cigar flavored Bargain basement Twizzler, man. Since she's talking about the nigga district, man. But both I want to ask you something. I, I forgot to send it to you. Did you see it in Minnesota how they was punching the black guy? The uh, the the jail workers were punching the black guy who was uh he was handcuffed. Oh, yeah, they, they were trying. He was handcuffed. They were putting him in like a little restraining chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, man. Yeah, yeah, I saw man. that. So you know, we like ain't, my, my my dude. Like that, that one cop. What I think his name was like Van Heiser or something, mm-hmm. or Van Heiser Schmink or something like that. Like he hit, like he got like a running start and hit him with like a high knee lift. Yeah. Like, did you see that part of the video where he like? I, I, I seen Van Heisen when he ended up resigning, but yeah, he's out here. He was out here wilding. Yeah, I, ho- I hope somebody catch him up off the streets. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? Just, just just catch him on the smooth snuff. Yeah, because this this is wild. And then one last thing we can, it was uh, I think it was it was in Wisconsin, and a young black girl. You see the black girl who got her her braids ripped out by the teacher. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah, it. Man, another, saw dis- it. another but despicable act. Yeah, like dog, you talking about he he fell on her. He don't know how he fell on. Her. He pushed her against the line. He and his body just fell on her because her his allergies were upset that little girl sprayed cologne. I mean, perfume on themselves. Yeah, he 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 smelled he smelled that like coily custard in her hair. You know, yeah. to keep everything good with the natural. He smelled that and got mad. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah, so I just it's tired, man. So. You know, we're gonna. I, I feel like both I, go ahead. You give out the you give out the twister, brother. I feel like I've been talking to you. Go ahead, and finish up. No, oh, no, no, man. Like, that, like I said, I think I think that that both both of them they can get them true uh, red, white, and blue American yeah. twizzlers. They can get them them stiff boys. You know, you know how the flags be in the middle of the front yard or like yeah. sticking right up out of the middle of the back of the pickup truck. Like they can they can just get that smooth, stiff American twizzler, yeah. red, white, and blue, all the way down, all okay. the way down. So, man, speaking of the thing, somebody who owns the red, white, and blue, let's talk about Bob Kraft, man. Bob <laughs> Kraft, Bob, before we get into before we get into the jokes, I really want to talk about something serious, right? Bob was out here visiting a place that women with sex trafficking, and Bob went twice. Bob, yeah. you know, it was a, Bob lives in just like a rich area, but he goes to this interesting place. Now, me personally, I think, you know, I think people are into some kinky stuff. I think... And I, I think I wouldn't be surprised because I ain't trying to get sued if Bob knew what was going on. If somebody hit Bob to the game, like yo, this is oh yeah, you can get you can yeah, get yeah. In, you can get in and get 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 you one out. And because some people just like having like that that like look of somebody having that power that power like feeling a power over somebody. 
Now, see, I, I think that, I think that there's, like you said, there's a difference. Whatever you do in, in your personal life, whatever your fetish is or kink is or whatever gets you off, hey, more power to you. Go out and live it up. Do your thing. But I think, just like you said, the criminal aspect of it, you, it's a known sex trafficking place. These people aren't there by choice. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're taking advantage of individuals who are virtually being held captive. So when you know that there's a criminal element involved, I think that there's an issue. Now, if you like to dress up or, you know, have the, you know, the, what is it, the BDSM, you like the whole power thing or whatnot, hey, that's one thing. If you're an exhibitionist and you're like, hey, I, you know, I want to fuck at the, at the massage parlor or whatever, that's fine. Do your thing. But when you, when you, when you know, and it's just my opinion, I'm not accusing him allegedly because we ain't trying to get sued. But if you know, and like I said, I feel like he has some sort of knowledge about it that there's some sex trafficking going on or some illegal activity going on with regards to the, to the things that are happening, then you got a responsibility to, to speak up, especially someone with the amount of money and power that he has. He's got a responsibility to speak up like, yo, like there's some dirty shit going on here. Like I like to get my nut off, but yeah, this ain't right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a, I think there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if that's what you do, fine. Do your thing. Be an exhibitionist, you know, voyeurism, whatever it is. Like, do it's your di- it's different. Like, it's, not, it's not a power dynamic over somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Because say from okay, and let's just and, and they, from what I was reading, they talking about the place wasn't like they didn't. The, the women didn't have a lot of good hygiene because they were being sex trafficked. And they talking about they had to service over they service over a thousand men in a year. They talking about they were cooking in the back on hot plates. So these people were probably people who were abducted or you owe money or you can't go back. So they're not gonna say mm-hmm. anything. So. I mean, somebody probably hit and then hit Bob off like, "Yo, this is spot." And then Bob went twice. But now getting yeah. that out, now getting that out the way, Bob out here wow. Can you imagine, dog, hitting, hitting one, hitting one off, man, getting, getting, getting yanked before before the AFC Championship game? <laughs> like, yo, telling the driver like, "Yo, we'll pull up over here." Like, all right, Mister Kraft, the jet is waiting. Oh, it's only gonna take me fourteen minutes. I'll be right back. Oh no, not fourteen. That, that's what he said. They said he left at like eleven fifty nine. He went in eleven fifty nine. He came out twelve thirteen. Ain't that fourteen minutes? Uh, hey, Bob was very intentional in his action. <laughs> yeah. Bob, this is a business or this is a business meeting. Yeah, Bob. Bob <laughs> came in there. He probably popped that blue pill up in the car. Hey, man, nice uh, some San Pellegrino because you know rich people love San Pellegrino. I've been in there, popped that bad boy. He probably was ready when he turned up and turned in. But I was probably like, look, I ain't got to sign the paperwork. The hammer's already out, out the, out the club. <laughs> you know, yank and spank, and I'm out. <laughs> On to the jet, my friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yo, no. man, yo. come. I mean, 14 minutes, dog, and they said they got the videotape, yo. I don't want to see Bob's crash nasty ass. Oh, no. Because, <laughs> you know, Bob, you know, Bob probably had them Air Force Ones sticking straight up in the air. You know, Bob always think he's swaggy. Since, you know, he became hey, a was, over, he probably hey, man. getting it. I was, about oh, yeah. to, I was about to say that, too. So, you know, you know Bob Kraft wasn't no chump with it, man. He probably had, like, like that early 2000s velour suit. You yeah. know how everybody used to wear it. He probably had on, like, some new J's. Listen, <laughs> listening to Nonstop by Drake. Yeah. And just getting himself hype, ready to go. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Bob probably like, he probably like, Meek, you don't want none of this? Nah, I mean, I'm cool. You sure you don't want none of this? I was, you know, Bob filming stuff. Bob was at the Rock Nation bunch. You know, Bob really <laughs> thinks he's big shit. You know, he, I mean, he's a billionaire, but it's one thing to be a billionaire and be, and be like, not cool. You know, Bob, right. I'm, you know, think about it. Like, you ain't saying, you ain't going to invite, you know, uh, what's my man who owns Microsoft? 
You know, you ain't no, Bill Gates. Because, <laughs> you know, Bill is like a square. It's like he wear a pocket protector. He got all the money, but, you know, you got to have a little bit of coolness, you know, to it. And Bob probably was like, fuck this. I'm trying to get off one. Like, yo, he was like, yo, we, we got a tough one in Kansas City, and it's snowing on the ground. I can't, I can't, I can't risk finding a brothel in this type of snow. Let me, let me pop down and take the jet. Can you imagine the type of money you got to have? Like, yo, I'm going to take the jet. To you know, to Florida, and then fly and fly my jet to Kansas City in the snow, so I can get a fourteen minute nut off. Hey, that's sick! <laughs> Yo, bumping, 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 Sally sail the whole way. Hey. <laughs> it goes <Yeah>. down. <laughs> hey, Bob is sick, man. But let me ask you this: I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna ask you. If it were me, and I was a widower, and I was seventy-seven years old, I'm not going to the massage parlor. I'm going to get right on Instagram, have my assistant go through somebody else and get one of those little travel influencers and something like that. And one of the ones you see on Only Ones, <laughs> go ahead, have her sign the NBA, and go ahead and get my issue off. That way I ain't hey. in any position. Why am I going to get, you know what I'm saying? Man, you're going to have Bob Kraft out there looking like Ron Jeremy when he was trying to give it to Pinky, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, Ron couldn't handle it. Ron hey. was like, he, he's a, he's a, hey, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> hey, even Rob kept trying, he kept trying to, he kept trying to, kept trying to take the hammer out and put it on the leg, like that was going to get him going. <laughs> like, man, hey, man, Bob Crab, Bob Crab ran one of these little Insta, these, these little Insta influences or thoughts or whatever you want to call them, man. Hey, hey, man, <laughs> you know, he already, you know, he already down with the ethnic. Yeah. Oh, he, he bumping them two mid two thousand velour suits hey, with, the, with a Nelly ready. with a Nelly headband and some new yeah. day. Hey Bob was like, "Fuck <laughs> this, I'm ready." Yo, bring in, bring, bring, bring in Shorty. Look like, look like she's been trafficked, and look like she's been, and I mean, being funny. Look like somebody abducted her out the middle of the night. And this is being serious. I'm ready to get this nut off. Now on to the AFC Championship game to get the Lamar Hunt Trophy and time to get number six. Yo, this imagine hey. what this imagine what Bob did before the Super Bowl, bro. Yo, Bob probably was in somebody's dungeon, letting it off. Hey man, he probably. Hey man, he might, he might have Ty Law and Teddy Bruschi as his drivers, man. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they, they the front man. <laughs> yeah, bring bring it bring it on them, bring it on Bruschi. Yo, here, hey Gronk, hey hey Gronk's gonna get one in too. You know, look at Gronk, he's a strong man. Get her, get her, kill her, Gronk. He's ready for the game day now. Some vibe, oh, man. Man, you, you got you got a little Donald vibe about you on that one, man. Hey, <laughs> hold on, Donald's his homeboy. Donald came That's up what and Donald was like, "Yeah, I think he's innocent. He didn't do anything." Yo, can you imagine? If Bob Kraft was an like anti-Trump person, yo, he'd have probably had a press conference about it on on the White House lawn, oh, talking about man. how sick and everything he was, man. But. Bob's his homeboy. That's like everybody like, oh, Bob Kraft is so cool. Bob Kraft, man, Bob Kraft ain't shit. Beyond this, because you, when you when you support MAGA and those type of things that go against people of color, and you set policies and give money towards that, you ain't for us. Just because you were you think you were some Air Force Ones and you didn't help that Meek Mill, you know that's that's a whole another thing, man. So like I said, they <laughs> Bob Kraft all the way the fuck up out of here with his allegedly sex trafficking visiting ass. So fuck Bob Kraft. And that punk ass haircut he has, nasty. Hey man, I got a Go question ahead. for you about Bob Craft though. Go ahead. What you think Bob Craft's street name is? <laughs> what you think? You know, you know how Michael Vick was like Ron Jeremy, uh, or not Ron Jeremy, but Ron Mexico. I yeah. mean, mac and, you, what, mac and cheese because of Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man, what's up? What's up, buying now? Mac and cheese, MC. You know, <laughs> MC. He probably he probably was saying all type of wild shit to the chicks and they was getting him off too. 
he probably was saying all type of racist, anti-Asian things. He's like, you know, he just, yo, Bob, he's sick, man. Get Bob all the way the fuck up out of here, nasty ass. And then, you but know, like Mike, like, like we said stuff. earlier, though, I know we got a lot of jokes and all that yeah. type of stuff. But but the grown man is podcast is very serious when it comes to those type of crimes. Sex trafficking is not okay. Yeah. Uh, we we definitely definitely if if Bob knew about it, he needs to face some sort of criminal charges, and everybody involved needs to face some type of charges uh, for 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 harboring those individuals and making them commit. Or I should say making them commit, but committing those crimes against those individuals and making them do things outside of their will. So we got a lot of jokes about Bob Crab, but we do take it very seriously. Hell yeah, we take it seriously. Like I said, get Bob the fuck up out of here. <laughs> you know, so, but hey, man, but uh, let me ask you this. So there's two things I want to ask you. Number one, so Kyler Murray, he, he measured at 5'10", I think 5'10 or 5'11", like 207. Do you, if you yeah. are, if you, or would you, is he the number one quarterback in the draft in your opinion? And we'll get into a deeper dive. I just want to ask you. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say yeah. Okay. Because I, I, think, I think he's a solid player. I think he's got the heart. Um, you know what I mean? In the, in, in, the, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, he's not that long. Mm. <laughs> Damn, you know, Steve, Stephen A. and Max Kellerman always talking about boys' length. But oh. um, I, I, think, I think Kyler Moore is definitely is probably the, a, a number one pick or worthy of the number one pick. Um, he's proven to be, you know, a, a dynamic player. He's obviously a great athlete. Is you know, a two sport guy. Get get drafted in, in for major league baseball, and, and more than likely want to get drafted in football. So I think he's a great athlete. But I think he's got a, a different level of will in him. Got some heart in him. So yeah, I think I think he's, in my opinion, you know, with the measurements and, and you know just the other things and say, I think he's worthy of number one overall pick. Yeah, between him and Haskins, so I was just curious if he yeah. was the first QB, QB draft. I don't think he can go wrong with either one of them. I, I like no, both of them. No, no. They both really, you know, Haskins has a big arm, you know, and he's accurate. You know, Kyler has, you know, he has an arm. And he's also very accurate, and, you know, he just, he's a playmaker. So, I'm a Giants fan also, so I wouldn't be mad if they took either one at six. I couldn't imagine the, the pressure on Kyler if he went to New York. That would be a lot. But, you know, it would be I like – I think Kyler, and this is just, this is just both ties opinion, I think he might have a little bit more mobility than Haskins. Oh, he you know, has a lot more. Play. Yeah, he's yeah, a lot more. I think to, to be able to get out, make make plays, um, you know, kind of run that um, that um, the, the the little I can't think of the acronym. What is it? The the not QBR, but um, oh man, uh, kind of like the Wildcat type type play. And so I think that you can put him in a lot of different scenarios uh, to, help, to help him be successful. That, and like I said, that, that, that's, that's just a little bit edge over Haskins. Not taking anything away from Haskins. I think he's a great, yeah. uh, great QB too. Yeah, so it'll be interesting, man. So let's switch to the NBA, man. So let me ask you this. Are the Celtics the biggest disappointment in the league this year? Biggest disappointment? I would probably say yeah. I can get on board with saying yeah with that just because of the success that they've had, uh, that they had last year uh, without their two quote-unquote stars. Um, and then you bring the two stars back from, you know, injuries and, you know, incorporate them into the team, um, especially somebody with, with Kyrie's type of talent. You would expect it just to, to elevate, you know, you, you still got guys, you know, Tatum Brown and, and um, I can't think of the point guard's name. Uh, not smart, but, um, oh, man. You know who I'm talking about, bro. The, the, the guard. Oh, uh, they got, they got uh, what's the name? Terry Rozier and all those. Rozier. That's what I'm talking about. Rozier, yeah. So, I mean, I think that with that level of talent, you got Horford there, too. And, and I think one of the Morris boys is still there. Just that level of talent, I would expect them to really be um, beating down the block, so to speak. 
you know, in the NBA, especially in the East. Uh, I mean, I know the East isn't what it used to be as far as, you know, it sucks, but it, I, don't think that, I don't think that it sucks now. But you got other teams out there that are really doing their damn thing. You know, Philly made some serious moves. We're, we're getting uh, Tobias and we're getting Jimmy. <laughs> They've already had a dynamic team. Um, and then just the way Giannis and the, and the Bucks are playing, and Giannis is out of this world. But you know, you got guys like Middleton, and and uh, I can't think of the foreign guy's name. Um, but you just got guys, and then they got uh, Miritich too. They're just playing lights out. But I don't think that those teams have uh, the depth of talent that that the Celtics do. And I think that that's probably why I would say they are, are, are the biggest disappointment of the year. Yeah, and also I think Danny Ainge is to blame with this because you have all these guys. He's he kept trying to trying to make the perfect deal, make the perfect deal. Yeah, I mean you have all these guys to play the same position. You yeah. you should have made a trade and 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 let it go. You can't harbor all you like somebody. I think Lamonte Jones said you can't try to have the young team and have the championship team at the same time. We have you yeah. have some guys playing the same position. You have three guys: Brown. Uh, Tatum and and um and uh, and Hayward they're all small forwards. Now you can kind yeah. of switch them up, but you know somebody you have three point guards. You just have you have so much yeah. that you should have took some guys to try to make that last big deal. You, try to you know get the guys. A, a good deal that I would have for, for for me from my perspective for the uh, for the Celtics and I know that they could have turned it into something because of the talent that they have. If they could have utilized. The, the talent that they have and pick up kind of like what the Knicks did and they, and they picked up uh, uh, your big man, DeAndre Jordan. I think DeAndre Jordan would have been a good fit for that team, um, especially with Horford being, you know, having the injuries or even if you have DeAndre at the five and Horford at the four or something like that. I think that, that DeAndre would bring an element to that team of, you know, being able to protect the rim, you know, maybe a little bit better than Al Horford does, but running the floor, a lot of that energy type stuff. Um, I, I think that he would have been a good pickup, and they would they could have definitely turned. They probably could have definitely got more than just DeAndre Jordan from one of those guys or a couple of those guys. You know what I mean? Um, some something so a deal like that just to put the right piece in, in place um, to kind of complement what you have. I think it would have went a long way. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I just think I also think that team doesn't like each other, and you know it's just yeah. one, of those, one of those things. If you that's like working with we've all had jobs. We've had coworkers like yo, I can't stand can't stand him or her. And the thing about it, we we get to go home. You with these people for eighty two games out the year. You travel yeah, yeah. with them. You promise you around them all around them more than your family. If you don't like each other, and the vibe isn't there, you see how they play. I was watching against the Blazers. You know they, you know yeah, they it was just, coming, it they was coming just back nothing. and they just making like <laughs> making bad play, like selfish plays. Yeah, and that's just what it is, man. So I think if if Ames doesn't do this right, he can mess around how to sell to be a team that falls off really quick. Yep. Because, you know, if you say, for instance, totally Kyrie, we have Rose <laughs> and then Marcus Smart, like, well, hell, um, both of them, like, well, hell, why, who should start? You know, if Kyrie does, right. it's a lot, you know, for the Celtics. So we'll talk about, we'll see how, we'll, we're going to wrap up the NBA season after the playoffs, you know, for the playoffs and afterwards and all that type of stuff. We just wanted to get a little deep dive there. Uh, you see, so I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to ask you a question. Just sticking with the NBA, but mm-hmm. but moving out, moving out west, and looking at the the other team out, the the other team in the NBA with all the championships, the Lakers. Your your opinion, man? What's do the Lakers? You asked me this. Do the Lakers make the playoffs? But more importantly, where do you where do you see them at? You know, this year as far as uh, can you say it's a disappointment or, or that sort of stuff? Like, give me a take on the Lakers. Give me a uh, feed. <laughs> well, I think the Lakers. I mean, I think the fact that you – I mean, of course, LeBron got hurt. 
And I think yeah. that threw everything out. We was out like 15 games. Yeah, 17 and games. They, yeah. And, they, and they've had a lot of injuries between Ball being out, Rondo being out. I think it'll be a disappointment. And I think the Lakers, they aren't as bad as the records. And they aren't, they aren't a very well-coached team. And that roster mm-hmm. is a mishmash pusher. You got all those guys on one-year deals. You just, like, you know, you, you go out and you get Lonzo. You, have, you draft Lonzo, then you go out and get Rondo. I feel like right. you should have got a point guard. If, you, if Lonzo's your guy, you should have had a guy that's willing to say, I'm the number two guy. Not I'm the guy because like, he got hurt and then I'm starting. But both of them been hurt. You got to have a guy that's willing to be the number two. And they're not well coached. Yeah. You look at a team like the Pacers, right? And I'm not, I'm not even not a Pacers fan. They're 41 and 22, and their best players out for the year. Yeah, but the yeah. Pacers thing is they're unselfish and they play defense. And yeah. everybody knows their role. Like, like last night, Miles had a bad game. But Boyanovich had 35 points. And there's – I mean, you you have to have a level of chemistry, and the Lakers don't have it. And it's also hard playing with LeBron. Yeah. As great as the player is, it makes you – it puts the focus on you. It changes your game. Like, Brandon Ingram's been playing better, but he's better. He's not a three-point shooter yet. He's better with the ball in his hands. Well, LeBron is better as having the ball in his hands. So, it kind of takes right. it, takes away. And I think them young guys have never had to play. It's one thing when you're playing – it's the – you playing for, you you playing for money. Don't get me wrong, but you're playing for like oh we didn't expect to be anything. So hell, we win 35 games. Y'all. We got momentum going to the next season. Now you expected to compete. Exactly. I was going just about to say that. Now you expect I expect you to compete. Yeah. Yeah, you're expected you're expected to compete at a level that you haven't. And it's hard. That's that's hard to go from being a team that's outside the lottery to we just going taking small strides. Because the Lakers haven't been able to draft a superstar. They've got the number yeah. two pick, and it's just they just haven't got the superstar. And then sometimes it just happens. But now to be into the team of LeBron come, Daddy LeBron in here, we got to go for this. Then LeBron gets hurt. So, you know, it's just, you know, I don't know, man. I think they may make the playoffs. Even though Sacramento's playing very good ball. Yeah. And from, and from a, like, a pure basketball enjoyment, I'd rather watch Sacramento – and yep, go. I was about to say that. Because Sacramento, yeah, gets up and they get up and down the court. You know, they got a lot of, you know, talented pieces. But I think, you know, the Lakers, will, you know, they'll, they'll make it, man. It's just, you know, it's hard to be a LeBron 10. They got like, what, 16, 17 games left? So yeah, something like that. They can, they can uh, make up that. But, you know, it'll be, it will be interesting. But that's my, feet, my take on the Lakers, man. So, I'm not – I don't dislike the Lakers or anything like that. It's kind of like, you know, whatever, it's cool. But. Yeah, I just I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they do this summer because I don't think I don't think New Orleans is coming off for AD. I think now they nah. put the, I think they've like they've like put their feet in the sand like yo if we're gonna play them for three quarters not play them in the four we ain't giving them to you. I think that's yeah, I, I think I, that's, I, that's and you know I kind I, I I I don't know I, I see what they're trying to do but at the same time I don't understand because it's like if you playing this guy I think he's averaging between nineteen and twenty one minutes a game. Since, since all that stuff happened, they're only playing between 19 and 21 minutes. You know, he's he's putting up health, he's putting up great numbers just in those restrictions. But not only are they kind of limiting him on the basketball, you know, on the court, but like they're pretty much like erasing him from their history and from the city and all that type of stuff. So from my perspective, I'm like, well, well, why are you keeping him if you're not going to play him? Yeah. He can obviously help. He he can obviously help your team because he's just that damn good. But you're not gonna play him. You're taking him out of your, you know, all the things around the city and in the arena and all that type of stuff. What's what's the point of having them there? This like, is embarrassing. Number two, no, number two, what does that say to the guy to the other guys that could be playing? Go ahead and trade his ass, and you know, let the guys who want to play play there, who want to be there, let them compete, let them get some time, let them hone in their skills or whatever the case may be. 
right now you holding him back and yourself back. I mean, it's just and your, and your, and your fans back. Like, yo, and your fan base. Yeah. I, I will be pissed. I'm like, yo, we, because you know, even if you want your team to tank, right? You a Bulls fan. Yeah. You, you know this. But yeah, you yeah. still, but you know, <laughs> you know, got a little jab. <laughs> but you know, if you see, if your team is winning, you ain't gonna be like, yo, yo, y'all, y'all gonna take out who's your best player? That was Zach Levine. Oh, you know, let's yeah, say, Zach, Levine. Zach Levine ain't gonna play the fourth quarter. Is he hurt? No, he doesn't want to be here. Yeah, I would be pissed. I like that. I'd rather you just banish him. Like, yo, dog, we're gonna pay you just to be away and be yeah. done. That way, I don't have to deal with. It. That's like being in a relationship with somebody, and everything is cool until like it's bedroom time. I'm not even talking about sex. I'm talking about like it's time to lay down, and then all yeah. oh, shit just goes to hell in hot water. It's just like it's right, sucks. right. This is the same way, man. This if y'all don't want him around, just trade it to the NBA. Like, no, we ain't. If he want to, like, if he want to be traded, hey, we'll do this in off season. We're gonna banish him away. And be done with it. It's it's a, it's an embarrassment, and it's just who cares? I don't. Right. I mean, you're talking about more about him not playing and what he's doing. And if you just saying we're trying to tank, then just say, hey, NBA, we're gonna take the fine or whatever and keep it moving. Yep, but, pretty much. But man, so uh, you got any more thoughts? Any any, any more? Oh, no, 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 man, we're good. Shout out to Bryce Harper for getting the bag. Thirteen years. Three hundred thirteen dollars oh. to the Philadelphia Phillies, man. So. Man, he got the he got the duffel bag. Wasn't that a solid duffel bag yeah, for him? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I was <laughs> All to, I'm gonna do is ball. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening man. to two chains this morning. Yeah, but we'll get in that. So, hey, man. So, let's. What you think about the Oscars? I mean, we all were watching. We were in the group text. I think y'all were watching more than I was. I was kind of like back and forth, man. So, what you think about yeah. Green Book getting all the getting the love for Best Picture? Uh, I, I mean. I, I would have liked to have seen my personal opinion. I would have liked to have seen Black Klansman get the best picture. Um, I, I think that that was a good ad- adaptation of the screen, you know, a, a, a screenplay version of, of, you know, those accounts. I think that it was very uh, influential. I think that it, it hit home. And that's not taking anything away from Black Panther. Y'all know I saw Black Panther six times, four times in the theater. So, I mean, I, I'm not taking anything away from Black Panther. Just, just I think, both sides versus the pen. I think Black Klansman was was just that damn good and that that damn moving. Um, I, my opinion, I while I think uh, well, I'm super happy and, and and you know definitely big up, super happy for Mahershala Ali. Um, I wanted him to get all the accolades you know that he did, and I'm, I'm happy for that brother. Um, I just don't I don't see that movie being you know best best picture best movie. I think it was. Um, Number one, a, a, a very loose, and this is me being kind, a very loose adaptation of uh, real events. Uh, it was it was very whitewashed, um, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't want to take anything away from Mahershala Ali because I think that he did have a great performance uh, in, in that movie. Um, but if I'm thinking Oscars overall, um, I don't think it was as bad as people, you know, make it. Um, I didn't mind it not having uh, a host. Um, I think that they done a pretty good job. The opening was cool, um, and I think they had done a pretty good job of um, having certain presenters at certain places, um, having very charismatic individuals come in and do different things. Um, so I didn't mind it not having not having a host. Um, it, I think it was cool overall. Um, definitely a big shout out to Regina King um, yes. for 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 her uh, Oscar. Definitely well deserved um, and long overdue. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. I got, overall, if I gave it a, out of five stars, I'd probably give it four. You know, I think I thought it was pretty solid. You know, from from everything that I saw, um, all the illness. You know, uh, Spike Lee's reaction <laughs> to to the Green Book winning and um, 
uh, Chadwick Boseman and and, and uh, uh, Michael B. George's reaction yeah. to to it winning and them them kind of having a moment there. Um, I think I think that that stuff was funny, but you know they're human, just like just like you and I are. So they're entitled to their emotion, and you know if if they're like, yeah, this is some bullshit, like they're entitled to be like, yeah, this is some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I thought it was it was funny. It was it was funny, man. Uh, you know, like I said, shout out to Virginia King, and also shout out to the sister who won. Uh, who was I think the first black oh, woman for yes. costume design? The Ruth Carter Co- costume design, and there's a oh man, the other sister that won for Black Panther for yeah. uh, oh man, she that set design it was for like set, set design or yeah. something like that. Yeah, so definitely shout out to to both of them um, sisters for for you know and then giving them their Black Excellence Award because that first time for black for black individuals, let alone black women, to to win. So that's definitely an accomplishment. So definitely want to shout out to them too. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. Right, so speaking on movies, man, did you watch the X-Men Phoenix trailer? Of course, man. You know I'm a nerd you, at the cool you, table. What did you think about <laughs> it? Because I, I saw it, but I didn't hear You know, I was listening because I didn't want to wake everybody up. I didn't wake, wake my lady up. I didn't, so I saw it going on. So well, tell me about it. Yeah, man, I, th- I think, to me, I, I have high hopes for it. You know, I think, it, I think it has the potential to be a pretty dope movie. I'm hoping that everything that they showed weren't, was not, you know, all the good stuff. Um, but I, I definitely think it, it has the potential to pre- be a pretty dope movie. I, I, we talked in our group text, uh, you know, about about Apocalypse, X Men Apocalypse, and you know, while it while it wasn't just deplorable, it wasn't the greatest, um, especially especially the way that you know Apocalypse was portrayed in that movie. So I'm really hoping that they give um, Jean uh, Jean Grey, aka the Dark Phoenix. I'm really think, I'm hoping they give her her just due. Um, you know, you and I are both big fans of <laughs> of Eric. AKA yeah. Magneto. <laughs> and and, and for, uh, for those who don't know, I'm not really into comic book stuff. So X-Men, people know, is my favorite of like all yeah, the yeah. movies and stuff because I always thought it had a deeper, darker plot to it. But Apocalypse was, it was garbage. I was disappointed. Yeah, I like Logan. I was highly, I was highly disappointed in, in X-Men Apocalypse. I like Days of Future Past. I like, but you know, I just, I don't know, but I think this is another 21st Century Fox movie. And they've shown that they yeah. just can't make good movies. Like yeah, you know, yeah. even, even like the special effects and the camera don't even look as sharp as Marvel, and you know right. so I'm hoping that once that whole deal goes through, that maybe they can relaunch X Men and bring it to, to have to have Marvel do it for real. But uh, yeah, yeah no doubt, man. I'd like, and shout out, shout definitely shout out to uh, our, our our brethren, you know, Mike Jack and and, and Dap, because um, they, they 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 put out pointed out some very uh, poignant things in in that Apocalypse movie. Uh, you know, just as far as um, how Apocalypse was portrayed and, you know, kind of giving him more of a Thanos vibe and, you know, just different stuff. So, you know, those are my other fellow nerds at the cool table, so to speak. Um, but I, I got high hopes for X for, for uh, the Dark Phoenix uh, movie. Definitely high hopes. Um, but, you know, April April's going to be a hot month, too, man, because yeah. uh, Avengers Endgame comes out on the 26th. So yeah. I am extra hype about that, man. Extra hype yeah. about that movie. Definitely. I'm going to check it out. Um, look, definitely looking to see um, the, the, the Ronin Incorporation. You know, for, for those who, who don't know, Hawkeye uh, now comes comes into his Ronin form. And um, definitely kind of looking to see how they incorporate, you know, the visual effects and the storyline. There's, there's obviously going to be Quantum Realm um, activity going on, as you can see from the from the uh, mid credit scene at the end of Infinity War. Um, the van, those who uh, seen Ant Man and Wasp, though the van that Ant Man appears in is obviously the van that he was trapped in at the in the in the end credit scene of uh, 
Ant-Man and Wasp. So I'm definitely super hyped about that game. Again, this is my nerdness coming out, you know, for these movies. We can uh, can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, definitely hype about that game. But like I said, April is going to be a hot month, man. You know, uh, Game of Thrones comes back. You know, winter is winter is coming. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I've tried to watch one, but I never got into it. I kept trying to say maybe I should try to watch it again. Man, you wait like Game of Thrones comes back. I just yeah. couldn't get into it. So maybe it might, yeah, no. it might be something I might catch a way later after it's ended. I'm like, oh, this kind of dope. Maybe not. Yeah. And then another another show that y'all that y'all need to all get into and watch, man. It's called Handmaid's Tale. It's on Hulu, man. That comes back in April too. You talk about you talk about and Mike J. You you'd probably like it because it, this 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 series this show is dark. I mean, it's it's won a lot of awards too, but man, it's it's a good ass show. So, I'm definitely excited for the month of April and all this uh, visual cinematic stimulation <laughs> that I'm gonna, that I'm gonna get, man. Yeah, I mean, so one last thing: are you gonna go see Captain Marvel? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna go check hey, it out. Too, I, I I have to go extra mayo on you without a doubt. Oh damn, damn, <laughs> damn! You want the man? You want the You want the miracle on your ex? Next, damn it! And the, y'all, all your white man came out. Fuck yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. I'm definitely gonna see that. Definitely gonna see that. Shout out to my boy Samuel L. Jackson, man. Samuel L. Jackson, man, he gets some, he gets all of my respect, man. Samuel L. Jackson been in the game for a long, long time. And he's been doing his damn thing. And you know, dis- despite the words of Steve Harvey, Samuel L. Jackson never jeopardized his integrity. He spoke his mind. He's always been real and true. But, man, he has put out some hell of five performances, man. So, you know, I know that was random, but just shout out to Samuel L. Jackson, man. That that dude, that dude is a damn you know, beast in Hollywood, man. For real. Yeah, man. Sorry. Samuel, Samuel L. back in the in, in those in the school days, you know what I'm yeah. saying? My man with my man yeah. the Jerry Curl at the, at the church's chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Samuel L. has that. Uh, when he was uh, my man in, uh, in uh, Coming to America. You know, yeah, he, man. one of my other personal favorite when he was Gator. <laughs> I was gonna say he was Gator. Yeah, yeah man. He did. He did that little crackhead dance real good. <laughs> but, all right, man. So we're gonna let's switch to music, man. And uh, you know, they see the Cash Money catalog is now on streaming services, man. So man. you know, it took me back oh. to '97, '98, '99. You know, Cash Money taking over for the '99 and the 2000, 2000. man. So, yeah, I've been like yeah, going through. You man. and me both, man. I've literally been listening to it pretty much. All damn week. Yeah, so. <laughs> I didn't listen. I didn't listen to the damn, I didn't listen to the whole Chocolate City in the Ghetto twice. Mm-hmm. I listened to the Hot Boys Guerrilla Warfare twice again. You know what I'm saying? I went of back. I, I listened to I listened to that. Uh, uh, oh man, uh, it's, it's the Big Timer song. Uh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 Kimosabe. <laughs> big, yeah, was- big. Balling this mob, was, hey. <laughs> yeah, had some cuts. I listened to that, and you know, I listened. I also listened to. I went back to the old BG stuff. I went to it back because I don't want you get your shine on, get your oh, shine yeah. on. Yeah, I went back. To, I went back to get it how you live. I have that actually on CD. When I when I got my new car, I had it, and I was like, damn, I found it in my old car. But yeah, I have get it how you live somewhere on CD, man. I end up crazy how I got that CD. Uh, man, I remember I went to school with a cat named Paris Oliver, Paris Cool Cat. So we traded. I think I gave him like my Rough Riders Volume One for his get it, for get it how you live. So it's crazy. You can tell how long ago that was. <laughs> so uh, yeah, shout out, shout out to Pete, man. But uh, all right, man. Yeah, so man. we talk about music, and 
I want you know I made a comment. We had one of our uh, one of our homies, a homie Robin, made a comment about Stevie Wonder. Now she got all these crazy retweets and comments, right? Hey, hey man, shout out, shout out to Robin for going viral, man. Yeah, Robin went viral on that month, <laughs> man. And that's the homie. She be having like the most random thoughts. This is like I'll be in her dying laughing. Even yeah, she, man. I made a comment just saying that Johnny Gill over singing ass messed up new edition. I had, I had I had to respond back like whoa 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 whoa. Oh, I had to sit back and had to. I had I had to be ready to spar for Johnny. To me, gave new edition some adult sound they didn't have on other albums. But neither here nor there. <laughs> and then you know, so then Robin started talking about being, you know, the Stevie. Yeah, man. And shout out Stevie because he made a song for being a side hoe. And I said, shout out to dudes who make. That was people who make side hoe music. I ain't gonna lie, both I know is this. Like my first like adult relationship, <laughs> yeah, I was a side hoe for real. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I was like 18. I was. I knew my side hole position. I knew when to call. Hey, I win the hey pay. Man, he played, <laughs> hey, man, you, you played your position well, bro. I do hey. I do got it too. You played your position hey, well, we, we, had our, yeah. we, had our, we had our meet-up spots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like texting and all this stuff. So, like, yo, so you used to see me, like, on the damn I, – I can tell it now. Like, the Wendy's on the – Lafayette Road. Oh, Lafayette Road, yeah. <laughs> That's when I was playing my side position as a side hoe. So that was my my side hoe when we used to when we used to meet and shit. And a park it used to be a park, uh it's not it's still there. A park on high school road. Yeah, I had many times yeah. when I played my side. I remember another little spot, our side little spot, but before they built that Walmart on Lafayette Road, used to be like some grass over there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where that. That's that's where that. Uh, what what was it like? Uh, like a H and something. It was like a building place or something over there, like where you had building supplies and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah so I, like I said, yeah, I, was, I was a Rob, Rob, Robin been going off on Twitter, man. So yeah. you know, for, yeah, y'all, y'all need to go follow her, man. Y'all yeah. need to go follow her on Twitter, man. It's like she, she at had, underscore R O B N. Yeah, Robin had you laughing. <laughs> shout out to all of us. We consider our listeners. Shout out to all of us. Yeah, shout out to all of our listeners. Family, man. I don't consider like fans. That's that's why exit a family. Yeah, shout out to her. But anyway, so that was crazy. So she had this thought. She's like mad music thoughts. I said, all right, I got a thought about J. Cole. And like, as soon as you mentioned J. Cole, like, dudes is like popping up out of nowhere. I'm like, yo. So then, (laughs) like, let's have it now. Like, no, let's have a discussion on the podcast. (laughs) So so let me preface this. I like J. Cole. I think J. Cole's cool. I like two, was that four sales drives in Born Center? Yeah. But yo, to me, J. Cole is like, Man, overrated. People be talking about J. Cole. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Let let, 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 let me finish. Yo, they talk about like J. Cole as if like if you say you're not like a number one, this could not be you. I don't think you've ever said this. People who like, I'll take this. It's J. Cole fans. It's like Nas fans. It's it's not Nas never says it. It's it's J. Cole fans like Nas fans. Like if you say like you ain't feeling something J. Cole, you get like this bitch you're all like, well, you don't understand it. What are you talking about? I got two degrees. He J. Cole ain't saying nothing to me that I can't understand. Is it some of the stuff? I, I think it's cool. Some like I rock with some stuff. Like oh, it's cool. Like KLD, I listened to it once or twice. I ain't listened to it again. And for me personally, it's just like I I don't feel it like that. Like when he what's the last song he released? And it was like he made this big uh, big to do list about this song. Was that Middle Child? No, was that, middle, I was gonna say you talking about middle child. Middle child just came out. No, what's the other one? He was like, "Yo, it's dropping," and and it was like the song he kind of threw some shots at Kanye. Uh, oh, like I ain't never gonna do something. Uh, man, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Name. Hold on, I'm about to look at it. I mean, it, it was a dope. It was a dope. It was a dope song, but it was like, yo, like the rollout. You think he was dropping like the best song you'd ever heard? What even his best song? 
I don't know. I just think it's just like the J. Cole like fans and stands, yo, they like mad annoying. Like, yo, like he cool. I got I, I got I like a couple of his albums. But damn, just cause I I don't say like he's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Boys wanna pop up in, in your mentions and all that other type of stuff. And I ain't really the, I ain't really the one to want to pop up and get slick with. Cause if we can go slick for slick for slick all day, you won't win. You know, a battle of wits, you will come up short all day and all night. But you, you talking know. about Kevin's heart, bro? I think that's uh, what you talking about. <laughs> I thought Kevin Hart was on the album. No, I'm talking about the song. This is no Kevin Hart was on the album. I'm talking about he did he released that yeah, Lucy. Yeah, I'm talking about he released something not too long ago. He was just like, I'm never gonna diss a nigga like it was just I just I just heard it. It's like not too long ago. Like this was all oh, the that's album. Gotta, that's gotta be like, middle child then. Yeah, it must be middle child, right? Yeah, so yeah, it had to be middle child. But yeah, it's just like yo, it was cool. But the lead up to it, you thought it was like, oh man, Cold Gray dropped something that's just like this the heat, the beyond heat. And I'm just gonna be real with you. I, I, I song was fire. But the lead the lead up to it, you thought it was gonna be like the super hot shit. Like this is like if you just released like, oh this that shit dope, it's tight. But the lead up to him, oh man, this is gonna be the shit. Like, you know, oh, this is gonna be the hardest <laughs> thing ever. It's like, oh, it was cool. The lead up to it, this is like it's like on Harlem Nights. You you expect for some orange juice, you get this, you know, you open your mouth and ready for some orange juice, and you ain't got nothing there but a swap. And that's and that's what and that's what it is, man. Like I feel like J. Cole, he's kind of has uh, some of the, the beats don't knock because the stuff is not mastered as well. I think him trying to make his own beats and taking them blatant samples, he could have had musicians come in and play and just knock a little bit more. He's cool. I like him. But this is something, it's not my go-to. But what pisses me off when people act like, you don't know, like, I can't understand it. And J. Cole has never said anything. Jermaine, I ain't going to call him J. Cole. Jermaine has never said rap anything <laughs> in his life that I can't understand. When he rapped about the song about Shorty having an abortion, Common did that in 1997. So you're not, you're not saying anything I've never heard and I can't comprehend. So that's, mm-hmm. my, that's my issue with J. Cole. It's more of his fans. Like, I was going to so, say, it sounds like your issue is not necessarily with J. Cole. It sounds like it's more with the J. Cole stance. Yeah, because it's That's cool. Really his, his music is cool, but it's not like, and it's not like, it's not like my go-to. Like, I feel like this. If it came down to like, hey, Mike, I'm going to take this away. Either this crit or this J. Cole. Which one can you buy? Go with the crit Damn. every time. I'm going to go with the crit every time because, number one, I think crit can hey, line for line with him. And I also think, and I know, the, and the music is going to be better. And some of the stuff, the topics he's talking about, I feel more, you know, the, the things that you talked about. You know, J. Cole went to that thing. I'm, you know, I'm in college. I was broke. All right, bro. I've been there. I'm paying through loans. But I won't. I mean, to me, I think Cole's such a lyricist. I want more. And you just, I feel like I, if you're going to, you know, if people put you at the top of, of your profession, I want more. And that just, you know, just, I, that's just me. But I just don't, you know. So let me ask let me ask you this question because you are a music connoisseur, um, you know, all all the time we've been knowing each other. So in your opinion, you brought up Big Crit. You know, I love Big Crit too. You know, hell, I'm a huge Big Crit fan. Why do you think, or in your opinion, why do you think Cole has had um, more push, so to speak, than Crit? Why do you think Cole has more? you know, is, is more followed or, you know, that sort of thing than Crit has. Because like you said, Crit, Crit's a beast. Crit's a bad boy. And Crit has the production and that sort of deal. So why, in your opinion, what do you think? I think, well, I think well, number one, you know, I got to think, J. Cole, he from North Carolina, but he went to school in New York. So he built that fan base there. You know, and, and Big Crit from Mississippi. 
So uh-huh. this, the, this, the thing is, is, is different. And, you know, Cole, I mean, and Cole, it's not like he made trash music. And then, you know, he was able to build those mixtapes and everything else. He built like a huge following of all these yeah. college students. So they, so they was rocking with him, and it's just he did. I mean, you, I'm not taking any away from his talent. He just had that push, and he's on. Uh, I think he's on Rock Nation or something with Jay Z. I think so. Yeah, you know, think you so. know, you've had so you've had these opportunities, and he's been you know unapologetic in his art. It's cool. It's it, you know, it's just not my go-to, but his fans get on my damn nerves. I should say, <laughs> say his stands because like yo, this, they ain't Eminem type stands. You know, or Nicki Minaj type stands. That's a whole nother level. They they take it to levels of, of of being weird that I just can't comprehend. But I think it's just the stands. Like yo, like it's cool. Like to me, I think Kendrick's discography is much better. And that's not a knock on J Cole. I think the music has a lot to play with it. And I think his discography is is a is a lot better. But that's my thought. You know, I wasn't gonna get on here and be like, oh, J Cole is trash. I don't say that. I'm a music fan. I would never say that. He can rap his ass off. I just the, between the stand and some of the music, ah, this it's cool. Like I ain't going back to like when I go through when I'm in my car and I'm on the little Apple Play thing. I ain't going back to like yo, let me throw on this KOD. Y'all, this this is not not my thing. Now, if somebody if I was in, in somebody's car and they put on Forest Hills Drive, I'm like yo, that nothing not. And I think another thing with J yeah. Cole that I never, I mean, this is a certain thing. I never got that emotional attachment to the music. There's some music that I had an emotional attachment with that I could go back and say, I was here, here, and here when I heard this. J. Yeah. Cole, I just didn't. Like, if you put on, like, for example, Young Jeezy, TM 101. Y'all, I was in college. I was in the clubs. I was enjoying I was kicking with my homeboy, Dre, and kicking it a lot. So it was just like, yo, when Standing Ovation came on, Hey, you already knew that mug was gonna be on point. Is this? I can go back to that type that to that time. Yeah. Well, yeah, Cole, I, don't have, I don't have I was, that. Emotion. I was never like even, just speaking of that. Like I was never even a Jeezy fan. Like I was not a Jeezy fan until the recession. Like the recession opened my eyes up, and then I had to go back and listen to some of that stuff that that I was kind of like, all right, you know, I'm gonna give it a chance and whatnot. And I ended up liking it a little bit more than I did initially. So. I can feel what you're saying. Like, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. About yeah, but I, I wasn't going to get on here like, oh, he's trying me. Because to me, that would be whack if I didn't feel that way. And I'm just saying this to get people to listen. That's whack. But no, I just feel like it's just it's just between the stands and some of the music. I'm like, eh, because that album before KLD was trash. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't his best. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pull it out. I'm trying to pull it up right now. I can't think of the name of it either. Exactly. You know, if you can't think of the name of it, then. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah but this is more the stands man and like it, it's cool but it's like for you your mean? eyes only yeah for wasn't for my ears only i listened to that right. shit i was like <laughs> yeah man but uh that's just what's up man but that's my thoughts on on jermaine cole so hopefully we'll see how this dreamville thing comes up and and, and we'll see what, what goes on but uh let me ask you this well, so I know a couple albums came out this morning. I haven't fully listened to. I was listening to Two Chains before we record. I only got to like the second song, but he got the, the first song bumps with Marsha Ambrosia. It's nice, but I ain't. I ain't got. You know, I love Marsha Ambrosia. Yeah, man. So I ain't really got a chance to really get into it yet. And then uh, Salon dropped her album, so definitely gonna. I got some stuff I got to take yeah. care of today, so I'm definitely gonna be listening to that, man. So. Yeah, I'll say that now. That's one that I was looking forward to. I want to. I want to listen to that Solange album and see. <clears throat> excuse me. See how it see how it sounds because she she normally puts out some good stuff. Yeah, but that's one of the ones I want to have the vibe going. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe out here, 
but yeah, have a, have a few cocktails and maybe a, a fresh stogie. But you know, it's too damn cold for that now. But yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna listen to it. Man. I try. Hey, y'all, I tried to put my J on to to some of that uh to some of that to uh we call that UK. You can't, you, can't, you can't even call you can't even describe <laughs> it, man. Look, man, if you don't no, take I was trying I was trying I was trying to put 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 it in a, in a, in a way that people would get it. So so it's just like the UK. They grill. don't, nigga. That's why that's, that's what they they don't get it. Nigga, you just do. And ain't nothing wrong with that. It's like you like hey, when it comes to UK. I didn't put so grill, many people on you, to you it, have, man. It's like this, man. You, you know how you got some kids that like they can play five on five, three on three basketball, and they hitting buckets. UK drill music is a kid that can only play by itself and hit jumpers four, three, two, one. But we be missing a lot of the times. But he might hit one like one out of five times. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Look, if you don't take that damn Idris Elba, James Bond <laughs> out of here, I won't listen to that hey, shit. Bro. Y'all got y'all, y'all might get 20, y'all might get Twenty One Savage. Y'all might y'all, y'all might get y'all might get London's own, the realest nigga to come to London. Twenty One Savage coming back home. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but that's out, it, bro. Y'all nah, missing man. out. Hey, you can have that. <laughs> y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all y'all go out. Y'all y'all listen man, to the, have, yeah. y'all listen to the podcast. Y'all go out and check out. Check out my boy Skepta and, and so some other cats. Listen to that ASAP Rocky Jumpy remix and let me know what y'all think. Y'all hit me, y'all hit both titles man, on, on, on Twitter. Take, we'll, 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 we'll bring Mike J on. Man, he's, on a, he's, on a, he's on a long route there. We'll bring hey, him on. Hey, that's a, that's a route that I ain't never going to get to. Let me tell you this, man. If you don't take that Frank Bruno, Anthony Joshua ass shit up out of here, man. <laughs> hey, man, take that Linford Christie ass music and fuck up out of here, man. Don't Ben Johnson shit. I didn't hear that. Lennox Lewis. <laughs> I, hey, I'm bloody on the track. T and Crumpets on crack. I'm whack. And she's. With the with the strap and the knife tight jeans. <laughs> hey man, I'm, just, I'm trying to tell you, man, them boys man, go hard. Man, y'all listen, y'all, y'all listen to it and let both tie fresh now. I heard them niggas was rapping, shaking, not stirred, getting a jank, fine, shaking, not stirred. <laughs> Hell to the queen, queen. <laughs> out of here, man. Take that shit on. Take like I said, take that James Bond white boy shit out of here, man. I ain't trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? They can Skepta and Chip the Rapper and whoever else. You know, Skepta your ass back to some real shit. But, you know, I can't I can't listen to it, man. God bless the queen. Y'all out here rapping outside of Buckingham Palace. Some of y'all doing some real shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. And what y'all going to do? Y'all going to do R.I.P. Princess Diana and, you know, in the tunnel. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> You know, fuck that National Enquirer. T and Crumpets. Get out of here, man. They done. They it. Out. This is a wrap, man. You ain't trying to tell me shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't tell me. <laughs> you need to listen to it. I'm telling you, you need to listen to bro, it. Bro, I didn't listen to Just it. Give it, give it, it, give it a trash. Man, you listen to you listen to like maybe like 30 seconds. It was like nah, nah. You have you got a predetermined. You know, opinion about it, man. You need to get. You need man, to Man, look, I put on. I put on. It, I put on a three-piece suit, and I, I, I had a suit looking like Winston Churchill and some tea when I listened to it. I tried to get fully. <laughs> I said, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I was ready to fight the Germans in World War One and World War Two for it. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I take that red coat music on. You know, we kick, we kick the English ass and we kick their ass to get our country here. And I'm going full on white man MAGA. You know, I love it or leave it. You love it or leave it. <laughs> and I know you can leave that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can have it. Like That's I said, I, y'all gonna like like 21 Savage. Going to if he gets departed, deported, has to go back to the, to the to the British scene. It's like Shaq going to the Lakers, like Bron going to the Heat. Y'all gonna get championships. Y'all gonna be the, y'all gonna be the shit in Europe. 
Y'all gonna be able to go to France and everything else, rapping outside the Eiffel Tower. But don't bring <laughs> states, homie. Yeah, that's it. It's a wrap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take All that. right. Yeah, man. So, uh, brother, go ahead and bless us with a with, 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 with a word, man, so we get up out of here, man. Yeah, so word, inspirational word for the week, motivational word for the week from, from the Human <clears throat> Grown Man This podcast goes as this. Uh, don't fear change. You may lose something good, but you may also gain something great. Um, and I, I like that quote this week because it's still the beginning, you know, still first quarter of 2019 and everyone talking about, you know, everyone talks about changing and, you know, blessing up and glowing up and that sort of deal. And the only way you can do it is to, to accept and not fear change and actually work towards it. So uh, I want to give y'all that and enlighten y'all and inspire y'all to continue to grow and change and, you know, move, move your life as best as you can forward. Yeah, no doubt, man. And that quote goes out to Michael Jordan, goes out to yellow eyes. Fear, he fears changing them boot, them boot cut jeans and them, and the boot cut, uh, you know, in the boot cut, you know, dress, uh, the damn jacket I seen him have on and, and those mock turtlenecks. You know, he fears going in, but change into something better. Change into a suit that actually fits you, brother. No, you know, <laughs> embrace you. Get something, get them yellow eyes out of here. You know, looking like an old, you know, old English leather. It looked like Michael Jordan's like English leather and, you know, like some other thing, like dark liquor and a, and a hail of cigar stale smoke. Y'all got to forgive <laughs> Mike J. He still has his PTSD, man. Y'all got to forgive <laughs> Mike J. <laughs> That's 20 years ago, brother. That brother's still pressing like that. Yo, I can't wait to see that Bulls thing to come on ESPN when they show him behind the scenes because you know Mike's clothes is going to be crazy. Yo, I'm sure Mike might have to do Yo, one last thing before we get out of here. Man, you see Hammers coming on tour, bro? No, I missed bro, it. He's coming, he's coming. He's coming to Ruoff, man. Yo, it's going to be Hammer, Ken oh, Play, Coolio, and, and something like that. without Coolio. Hey man, like you like you don't want to hear dangerous minds. That was shit. That was eighth grade, Jack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't don't hit on Coolio. <laughs> like you know, like oh, you didn't you want like everybody like danger. It's all walk. You know, he just ripped Stevie shit and had the fat nigga singing his damn the hook. Um, I will see. And then look like Pam. <laughs> Yo, <but> shout out to. <laughs> also shout out to Pam. Hey, that nigga, he he let KRS one suplex that nigga on stage. That's some wild shit. Ain't no damn way I'm like KRS one who would not chase flex me. <laughs> Fuck that. Hey man, I'm hoping I'm, if if this is the case, I'm hoping for a special guest full force then. Nah, I need that. I need that. I need that. Ain't that type of hype playing? I, oh yeah, that's shit. But yeah, but yeah, I didn't see that man. I meant to send it to you earlier. Uh, yeah, but dog, it's like yeah, it's a gang of. Oh, I'm probably gang. gonna be. I'm gonna be in the place to be. That's what yeah. I'm gonna be. If it's coming, if it's coming here to the NAP, oh, I'm gonna be there. Oh yeah, I think it's coming in July. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So it can, you know, the tour. Not everybody's gonna be there. It's Hammer, Involve, Sir Mix a Lot, uh, Kid and Play, Biz Markey, The Funky Bunch, Involve, Color Me Bad, which is which is a bow tie favorite. You know, <laughs> he likes to sing. I want to sex you up. <laughs> you know, music by itself, but you know, whatever. And Dougie Fresh. Oh, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, man. So, I'm, I'm, I need to. I need to purchase my tickets ASAP, like Rocky. It's, 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 I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be there. And special guest Skepta. You know, what I'm saying for for the one. Hey, man, he's the headliner. He's closing yeah. it down. Oh yeah, no doubt. He's giving out free tea and comforts, man. Like I said, Buckingham Palace. <laughs> book, 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 book. Forgot <laughs> here, man. Hey, man, we're gonna get up out of here, man. You know, what I'm saying I just wanted to run that by bow tie, man. So, uh, hey, man, we appreciate everybody for listening to Stand Down, but you know, Grown Managed Podcast. You know what I'm saying for those who rocking the merch. Appreciate it. <laughs> Excuse me. Appreciate it. We out of here.
Holla at y'all. Peace.